You're listening to The Spiritual Awakening Show, and what I'm about to share with you is a response to a question that I received earlier this week at one of my meetings about the relationship between the nervous system and spiritual awakening. So there are some approaches to spirituality, to meditation, that view it solely on a psychological level, on a mental level, and view meditation as simply bringing awareness to the thoughts. Sometimes it's concentrating on a particular thought, a mantra, a particular idea. Maybe there's some ideas of trying to remove all thoughts. Generally, there are some approaches that are very mind-based, very much in the head. They don't always bring attention to the body. But if you look at the more evolved, older traditions, they all tend to acknowledge that the body is very much a important system by which we can embody more meditative states, embody awakened states of consciousness, enlightenment, self-realization. And so it's important that we understand the nervous system a little bit. The nervous system is what regulates our relaxation response, regulates our flight or fight response. So in meditation, even though we may be bringing some awareness to the thoughts in the head, the body is benefiting from the meditation as well. The nervous system is learning to relax more deeper. It's, it's almost like it's learning that it's safe to be at ease. For many of us, especially if we come from stressful environments, we're walking around with our nervous system in a sort of jacked up flight or fight state. It's like we're always ready to flight or fight. Even when we're at the grocery store or driving, it's like we're always kind of ready. So with meditation, we're just soothing ourselves, soothing the nervous system, saying, saying either directly, we can totally speak to the nervous system and say, it's okay to relax, it's cool. But even in a non-verbal way, we're saying it's safe to be at ease. We don't need to walk around tense, on guard, defensive. So as we meditate, the nervous system begins to become more comfortable. We can now allow deeper relaxation to set in. And what happens when the nervous system really starts to get comfortable and we start to allow ourselves to rest in true deep relaxation, that opens the body up for deeper, more powerful amounts of spiritual energy to begin flowing through the body. So when we think of the chakra system, this relates to the entire body, the entire physical body. And so we allow more energy to flow through those chakras because the nervous system isn't tense. When it's tense, it's like, there, it's like there's a lot of red lights going down the, the street. There's a red light here, red light here. So the energy can't flow. The tension are like red lights. So when we learn to relax and just chill out, the lights change to green and the energy can flow through the nervous system. This doesn't happen overnight for most people. Some people may have a crazy awakening experience 
where huge rushes of energy flow through the system. And in some respect, there are some, some benefits to having a spontaneous unfolding like that. But on the other hand, it can bring some difficulty as well because a huge rush of energy is flowing through the body that we may not be accustomed to. So with practice, we can slowly begin to get the nervous system to relax, slowly invite more and more amounts of spiritual energy to flow through the system, and we can manage the new flow, the new amount of energy. When we look at meditation, it's a full biological practice that we're engaging in. The, the metabolic rates, the heart rate, the breathing begin to slow down. It's not just a mind thing. So this all relates to the nervous system. So it's also important that we do things to support the nervous system. For some, it's practices like physical yoga, asanas. The reason that these asanas originated was to prepare the body for deeper meditation, to relax the nervous system. Studies have shown that before exercise, your nervous system is a little tense. You exercise, and then after the exercise, you're actually able to, to relax much deeper. The nervous system is actually able to rest much deeper. So the original intentions behind all these asanas was to prepare the body for meditation. So we stretch, do a little bit of breathing, get the nervous system relaxed, we engage. Then we enter into the meditation, and then we take it to another level. Right? So that's why it's important to consider these things. Some people can practice solely asana and have some interesting things unfold. Some people can practice solely seated meditation and equally so have some interesting things unfold. But it's important that if we really want to develop, take into consideration the original systems which were inclusive of both asana and seated meditation. There are other things that we can do for the nervous system. Diet can also influence the nervous system. Certain high energetic, light, high vibrational foods can also influence the nervous system and that sort of thing. It's something that I feel for many, we don't always need to understand on an intellectual level. Just sit in meditation. Intuitively, you'll be drawn to the right foods. Intuitively, you'll feel like doing certain asanas. Intuitively, you'll just end up doing the right things to support your entire system to allow those higher amounts of energy to flow through the system so you can get one step closer to really embodying your Buddha nature, embodying the awakened self that's already within you.